One of the trickiest dynamics in a blended family is when you or your spouse are trying to win the approval of the kids because that's a mix. And today we're going to be discussing that and how you can work through that kind of a scenario. I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. They lead the Focus Marriage Team. And we're going now to a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Gary Chapman and Ron Deal. They addressed what to do when your children don't approve of some element of your blended marriage. And previously, they shared five helpful principles for blended family parents, which are partner, pursue, pace, patience, and persistence. Let's go ahead and hear some more. Let's move into that uh, older phase, you know, perhaps grandparenting and blended family in that regard. Older couples who remarry uh, often are blindsided by their adult children who react negatively to that. You Mm -hmm. know, one of the parents has passed away and dad remarries. uh, And it was too fast. And why is dad doing that? And Mm -hmm. there's a lot. And the kids are 30 something, right? That's right. And uh, it makes for some real strange dynamics. Help us understand why adult children might have a hard time adjusting. And now we're not talking about seeing it through the eyes of a child. It's like dad saying, come on, John, you're 35. You should understand why this is okay. Yeah, you know, not too long ago, I experienced that in a, with a family that the two adult children simply did not want their father to remarry, and they expressed it and expressed it and expressed it, and he decided not to remarry. Oh, that's sad. Hmm. You know, it, it allowing adult children to control his decision. Right. So uh, I do think, I understand the adult child. You know, as an adult child, you've only known a mother and a father. Your mother died, and now you're your dad's he's older and now he's why does he want to get married he's already he's too old to get married Gary, now, it's easy know? to jump to judgment on that for me because yep. i'm already going that's terrible hmm. but talk about what they're seeing the adult hmm. children what's the justification what is that insecurity perhaps or whatever yeah. it might be and why dad may or may not listen to that yeah well i think sometimes it's because they recognize things in that person that he's about to marry that right. he doesn't see so that's valid mm-hmm. yeah because when we're in love we don't see a lot of things mm-hmm. and somebody that's not in love can see things we don't see so i think we have to be empathetic and i think listen to those things what are they what are the reasons why uh, you think i should not remarry and then take those things seriously and talk about them with the person work them out beforehand i think another thing is you know they have these strong memories of their mother and their dad and they have all these mental pictures of how they loved each other all of these years and now at this juncture in life to bring someone else into their family and then also it can sometimes be a financial thing Sure. What, what's this woman going to do? She's going to come in here and get all of dad's stuff. You know? Right, which is our stuff. So there are a lot, yeah. of th- a lot of reasons why adult children might uh, not feel good about uh, their father remarrying. But what I would say to them ultimately is if the father chooses to remarry, then you need to ask God to help you be kind to your father and be kind to the person that he's married. You may not have a close relationship. Sometimes it will not happen, but at least you want to be kind to them and treat them as with dignity and respect. And that's the Christian attitude. I mean, really, that's first and foremost. Yeah. You know, almost 40%, uh, the research is showing about 40% of families in America are blended families. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a grandparent, the chances are almost 50-50 mm-hmm. that you're going to be connected in some way to a step family uh, with your adult children, etc. So the obvious question is, how do you become a good grandparent to those blended uh, grandchildren? You know, the 
the interesting thing is the five P's that we've talked about apply to step-grandparents, right? You're going to pursue a relationship with these step-grandchildren, but you have to do it at a pace that they receive, that you're comfortable with, um, and that the adult child will allow. Let's recognize that what in the book we call the middle generation. So the grandparent, step-grandparent is the upper generation, the middle are the adult uh, parents, and then the lower is the grandchildren. If the adult child doesn't really let the grandparent have access to the kids, it's hard to pursue a relationship. That happens right. sometimes. So sometimes the first course of action is building an open door with the adult child mm-hmm. uh, and the new spouse and then uh, getting their permission, if you will, to move forward in a relationship with the kids. Um, it can be awkward for step-grandparents. We hear from people on a regular basis in our ministry at Family Life Blended that people who say, I, I want to, I'm just not sure what to do. It's so natural to go hug my grandchildren. We have history and relationship and routines and uh, we love each other and I, I just don't even know who these other children are. Well, sure you don't, right? It is different and it will take time, but you be the adult and lead with love and have a gentle pursuit and try to do the best you can. In the meantime, when it comes to the externals, it's really helpful if you are equitable. Don't buy your biological grandchildren $100 (laughs) birthday gifts and $10 birthday gifts for the step-grandchildren. Just yesterday, I did a Facebook Live here at Focus on the Family, and that was one of the questions that came in. There's an inequality at how the grandparents are treating the children. We need to address that. We need to gently say, look, if you want to help us, if you want to help our family, it can start by just being equitable with your time, your gifts, your willingness to babysit all the kids, things like that. All right, Aaron, earlier in that clip, uh, the discussion centered around kids protesting their parents remarrying. Uh, Offer some guidelines for how an adult child can approach this topic when a parent is dating or maybe even wants to get married again. I would say it's important that that adult child differentiates between, am I concerned over who my parent is marrying? Are there red flags with the spouse that they're choosing? Are they seeing relationship dynamics between the two of them that concern them? Or is it their own stuff that's getting stirred up? And, you know, things like I'm still grieving the loss of my my parent, my other parent. Maybe it was they lost that parent through through death and illness. You know, maybe is there going to be financial implications? If my parent gets married, um, is it going to impact me? And, you know, how is that going to play out? Is it that I'm going to lose time with that parent or attention? Am I not going to be the priority anymore? And I get this. My mom passed away 15 years ago, and my dad has not remarried, but he has dated. And amidst him forming a relationship with a with another woman, it was interesting to just stand back and watch and to be aware of what am I feeling mm-hmm. as he's doing this. And ultimately, I landed at, I'm just so happy he has someone to spend time with. Granted, there were also some relationship red flags that ultimately ended up ending the relationship. But it, I can imagine for many adults as we watch our parents re-entering into relationships, there's stuff that's going to get stirred up. And it sounds like one of the factors to consider is if I'm thinking a lot about this and it's I, 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 then maybe I shouldn't say much about that. But if I see a you, they are going to struggle or that red flag you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Maybe Is that a good way to consider Yeah, it? and I would even say it's appropriate to let the parent know how this is, I'm aware, this is how this is impacting me. 
but you don't need to worry about that. I've got it. Hmm. But I'm just letting you know, it's more of an opportunity to connect relationally. That's really important. So be aware, uh, do some self-assessing, and then uh, pray about it and have some courage to have an honest conversation without trying to manipulate the outcome. That's what I I just heard you saying that. Yeah. I'm feeling is yes. fine to say, but yes. but don't lead with, so you have to. Correct. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's such good stuff here. Uh, we really do want to encourage you to get a copy of the book that Ron and Gary wrote called Building Love Together in Blended Families. There are so many dynamics to consider. The book is full of practical advice, and the link to get the book is in the show notes. And we know that this is a sensitive topic. It may be that Uh, You need some time with a counselor, and uh, the good news is donors make it possible for Focus on the Family to provide a team of caring Christian counselors. Um, They're a phone call away. They'll call you back and have a free uh, 20-, 25-minute phone consultation with you. Uh, The number to schedule that is 800-the-letter-A in the word family, 800-232-6459. More from Gary Chapman and Ron Deal next time, and of course, Greg and Aaron Smalley. And on behalf of the entire team, I'm John Fuller. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.